All right. Uh, welcome back, everyone. First in-person session. Yeah. yeah. Oh, a while. Two months. Two months, I think. Yeah. Two months. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, things are starting to open up again here in Victoria. Um, slowly, carefully, um, but you know, with half of us living in one household and sixty percent of us working at the same workplace, uh, our transmissivity vectors are pretty similar. So we're uh, you know adhering to the guidelines and all, but also very excited to get back at the table again and get back down to it. It's very exciting. I mean, like, online, it's, it's practical, but it's not the same as, like, being at the table. Oh, it's yeah. It's not the same. It's good, but it's not the same. I and, have all uh, of my dice out. Today. I know! <laughs> uh, real dice on a table. Shiny oh, oh, this, 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 this feel it. Yes. This feel it. Yeah. Dice ASMR. Yeah. So good. Wait, 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 Let's see what we get. And an 18. Oh, no. Net one. Oh, 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 why'd you waste it? We're back. Oh, nat one for the GM. Not a good sign. No, Let's hope that doesn't fine. continue. <laughs> just keep rolling like that. So oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Same I just keep, keep going, keep going. Keep it rocking. Oh, there we go. If I just roll all that ones, then Calgary gets to decide who lives and who dies. Yeah. Oh, boy. Don't well, I, I won't be able to tell who they are, whether or not they're uh, an ally This is going to be the fun part, yeah. Oh, you look there, you see an amorphous, shapeless, featureless person. Do you consider them to be an ally? I want to play No, nobody's an ally at this moment in time. Do you like games? <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so yeah, let's let's get back to it. Um, last time on Prisoner's Dilemma, the party met up with Stern, eager to get this justiciary trial underway. They made their way to the top of the city spire, uh, with some fair matter of delay and complaint made by Stern, who eventually confessed that she is quite terrified of heights. However, she pulled on her big girl panties and climbed the stairs, followed by everybody else, wherein they were introduced to the various minutiae and goings-on of the Lab Sullivan justice system, such as pertained to their particular situation. Namely, through the addition of mantles of anonymity, which stripped from a person every defining characteristic, be it physical, audible, or otherwise thus rendering everyone quite indifferentiable from each other, even removing Stern's lisp, Yolanda's accent. The trial got underway with parties from various sides asking various questions, evidence being presented, reviewed, and then dealt with accordingly, all in front of the Council of Five in the top of the city spire. Matters did come to a bit of a halt, however, when High Priestess Oro was called for, but unable to take the stand due to her apparent demise, as Darren informed the gathered congregation. He also informed them that she would be showing up within the hour. With that confusing commentary out of the way, the party broke for a 
lunch uh, provided by the City Council of Five's total chef. And that's, uh, that's where we're going to pick up. So a couple of out-of-character kind of reminders of last time. The Mantles of Anonymity, once donned, they are very difficult to take off on your own. They <clears throat> sort of like springs, or like they're attached by an invisible rubber bands. If you try to pull it off, it resists. Like it might not be impossible, but... It's, it's a wetsuit. Or it's like one of those seals that's like a ketchup bottle that it says pull and like lift and pull, but it never actually comes off. Yeah, you can't actually pull it out. Yeah, like they are removable, but it in general, you're only able to remove them, or at least so far you've only been able to remove them with help. Uh, It seems like once the guards lay hands on them, they suddenly become a lot lighter. They don't seem to stick to you the same way, but without the guards' help, it's like they're Velcro to you or suctioned somehow. Mm, they, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they render your bodies looking all very similar, um, sort of looking like a medium-sized, gray, featureless humanoid uh, carved out of some sort of clay-like substance. You have no eye color, no facial features, no distinction to your hair. Indeed, these figures have no hair. Kind of like, like an avatar in a, in a game creation screen. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you're loading up first time blank character creation in a game from like five to ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Ones right now will start you with something pre-generated, but yeah, ones like from back gray, then, which would just like, be like total yeah. morph yeah. suit. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm putting on a gray morph suit, or like just taking, just slathering yourself in liquid clay. Just taking Ew. a dip in the clay pits in Winnipeg and then Ew. standing up out of it. I imagine that's how it feels, too. Like, when we get taken out of it, probably yeah. feels like that's all slothing. Yeah, off. she was like, ah. Oh. Yeah. Why must we sloth. use that word? Sloth is a great sloth word. Sloth is a great I, word. I, I am no, here for the versatility of sloth. No. I've changed yes? my mind. I would like Yolanda to have a pet sloth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's sloth. That'd be so cute. It hangs off of her horns. Oh, right now I wanted to get a possum. Oh. There's also just hang a hang I mean, possum and sloth both interact with her horns. And Are basically. we yeah. in the suits right now? We're out of it having lunch, right? You're currently out of the suits having lunch, yes. They um, they also remove verbal things, yeah. so do you guys probably are familiar with But we were talking with. to Darren. Like, yes, yeah. you're currently sitting around a table. table has been set up with canvas walls erected between various tables, seemingly to separate different parties so there's not too much cross-contamination, so to speak, yeah. of. You folks are at a table with Darren and uh, currently nobody else except for a couple of guards who you don't really recognize who are down at the end of the table. Um, and he was telling just us about keep... the high priestess who's coming back as a ghost? Yeah. Yes, okay. or something. Some sort of automaton machine, automaton. Yeah. He described it as being somewhat similar to animated armor, yeah. that her, yes. her non-physical essence was going to be impressed into some... Metal, metal mechanical creature. Yeah. Um, what else? Um, I think that's about it. Up with the... him later? Do we yeah. already make arrangements for that? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Okay. To meet up with him afterward. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The really space as well. The the space is about a <laughs> twenty foot radius <laughs> circular <laughs> flat area. That's kind of a, a stage, and then raises up. <laughs> outside of that as as um, tiered sections that are kind of like bleachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole disc that sits atop the city spire as a whole is probably 100 feet wide. 
50 feet out from the center, give or take. And uh, there is no wall on the side of it. Like, if you go to the edge, you can peek over and just see the city hundreds of feet below. Is it like a space wow. needle situation? Sort of like a space needle thing, but it is it is open to the elements. The wind doesn't whip through here, so you figure there must be some sort of enchantment in place to keep the worst of that out, the worst of the elements. Mm-hmm. So dramatic. But it is also covered. There are five large pillars that cross at the top, kind of teepee style, and go out to the very edges of the platform and have... Um, like thick canvases stretched between them. Um, the gravity. We should. The, the, I think those things, like the suits, would be really, really good for like a prank. Oh, that would, that would be pretty interesting. We should see if we can steal them or borrow them. Yeah, you could go and you could just wear one and yeah. follow somebody around yeah. as an amorphous give blob. Give one as a thank you or something. It would freak people out. Yeah, so just borrow it. That sounds terrifying. It'd be so funny! It's not very conspicuous. You know, I did make a suggestion for a funny prank that would also terrify people on the steps, and you said it would be mean. But it's a different kind of prank. It would be really nice for, like, if I needed to go somewhere, I could put on, like, a different wig, so I looked like I had normal hair, and then my skin wouldn't be pink. It'd be gray. Yeah. I don't think you'd look much less conspicuous, if I'm honest. Yeah, it... It's not the Probably greatest for stealth missions. I just mean, a disguise would be more effective, really. It would be really eye-catching, and it would freak somebody out. It would be like, is there a thing from another dimension just following me around? Oh, I don't want to do that. Like, is somebody trying to peek through or something? If that's what you're going for, yeah, but, I mean, it's not very... I didn't, sneaky. See, I didn't see where they brought the suits out. Were they just in a closet or something? Maybe we could just sign one out. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to be in the trial too? Are we allowed to ask that? I, he already I don't was. believe so. Like, I mean, perhaps uh, if I'm called as a witness, I suppose. Right. But I'm primarily just here to uh, address the matter of uh, peace to sorrow. But it's nice to see you all again. Yeah, it's nice it's to see you too. too. And tasty food as well. The food is so good. I'm going to go and Everyone look knows. at the view. Quixie's going to like run over to the edge and she's going to lie down and then just peek her eyes down. Over. <laughs> over. And I have a side tangent of this because, uh, so please offer her to follow Quixie over to the edge and bring a dinner roll with him. Okay. Aww. In order to Quixie's drop just... it over the edge. Ah! Quixie's just lying down. She kind of looks up at you and she's like, I don't think I know enough uh, magic to, to be okay with this height. Stern's got a little bit of something right going on. <laughs> it's only an issue if you fall. Exactly. I don't know enough magic Which, yet to stop. I, mean, I know one spell for it, but I think I need to know about five more before I'm comfortable with this. Just don't fall. Then there's no reason to be afraid. <laughs> 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 Dropped <laughs> <in> the <laughs> Planeswalker. To you, this is quite familiar. Um, the, the cliffs back home, the mountains back home were certainly quite high. There were some sections where the rock fractured in sheer faces, sometimes hundreds of feet tall or even taller. You had seen off to the northwest even even taller sheer cliff faces. You hadn't gone over there quite yet, but you know, out of curiosity, you'd at least noted their existence. So this is maybe not the highest up you've been. Not the highest up that you've looked down at the ground below from, but it's certainly the highest constructed height you've ever attained. 
and looking out over the city, you can see you can see the rough quadrants it's divided into by the main roads, the north main, east main, the south main, the west main. You can see the port out there, and from up here you can actually see a lot more of the underwater section of the city because the, the angle of it going into the water, there's not a lot of refraction and reflection from up here. So you can actually see sections of city where they were clearly part of the ancient elven city, part above water and part now below the water, just flowing in sectors where new buildings have been constructed underwater. And uh, as well, a section over to the, to the eastern side where there's floating on top of the water whole bunch of buildings, walkways suspended between them, little fairy rowboats going back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting scene because yeah, you don't really see any of the people. Yeah. But you still see a lot of signs of their of their passage. Yeah. You see boats moving around, you see some carts. You can't really see individual people, but if you look down into the streets, there is a just pulsing movement, like sand through an hourglass. You can't see any individual granule. You can still see the movement of the sand overall. Do you think this is what the view from the Flying University is like? Uh, I imagine so. It's so very high. But I guess without all the stuff underneath. Like the stairs and stuff. Yeah, I suppose that's true. Might even be taller. Oh, that would be interesting to see. I definitely need to learn small spells. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back away from this edge before it comes closer to us. <laughs> and around then the dinner roll hits the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, of course, cannot tell. You, you know? can't see it at all. You lose sight of it yeah. almost instantly. It spirals off, twisted by wind. Yeah. So y'all can't build underground at all anymore? Or do anything no. underground? No, anymore, no. What y'all do with all the businesses and things after? They just have to be closed. I mean, those that could be safely evacuated obviously were. Um, what could be safely retained from those places has been, but I mean, as you saw, we were down there in what was probably a brewery at some point, and large portions of it were just abandoned. It, yeah. it was all that could be done. That was real strange, because I hadn't, they, didn't, they didn't do that. They don't build anything underground, except for like cellars. Like they, kept, they keep vegetables underground sometimes, but... Mm. My entire city's underground. Mercatinity is about 60-40. Mm. It, it caused quite a stir, actually, amongst the uh, gnomish and halfling residents and some of the dwarves as well, who are mm. quite happier with their underground homes than their above-ground ones. They're still permitted um, some structure underground to an extent, but it's not allowed to be connected or large. You can have a basement or a cellar, for instance, in your house, uh, but you can't have... How far out does, do the zombie tunnels go? It's not known. That's the, the the depth of these tunnels. Some of them are natural, some of them are ancient constructions, some of them are modern constructs, uh, some of them are meant for drainage, some of them... We have no idea. I mean, this is a city that's been here for thousands of years, probably, at, at least. They don't go really out to your town, though, huh? I doubt that far. So far as we so. know, they don't go out to any other civilized town or anything like that. Although there are rumors, mm -hmm. um, I mean, dwarves like me don't come from above ground. Dwarves like Mr. Dolgorbat don't come from above ground. Um, there are a fairly large proportion of them here. There are rumors that there was some underground, deeper section probably connected to 
larger chasms with Duergar, Drow, all those sorts that you hear about down there. But is I, that where the zombies came from? We've <laughs> got no idea. Know? We don't even know if it's actually true. If it is, there's no known entrances and, and no one has any uh, confirmed knowledge of such a place. Just rumours and hearsay. Uh, we've been searching, uh, as the followers of Skekitis, we've been searching trying to map out the tunnels as best we can, but I mean, we've been at it 36 years, and every day we're finding new ones, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's good job security, I'll give you that. Well, that's for sure. It's going to shuffle into her things and give Calorie a vial of holy water. What? Maybe you should send that to your family in case. It, they're fine. It's fine. It's How not... far is your hometown? Like three days like from three here. Days ride, yeah, yeah, three days from here. That's pretty far. Yeah, and they're fine. We don't have a zombie problem. It's, we're pretty, we're a pretty hidden town. Nobody really knows about us. This it's city fine. doesn't have a zombie problem either. You guys probably like walked right past it on your way over here. Honestly, it wasn't really that far from um uh Salamaris. It was pretty close. Huh. Yeah. Well, maybe we should go visit visit it when this trial's over. I don't know how it would be to, like, outsiders and stuff. You'd probably, like, look really strange. Well, I look strange everywhere. <laughs> I don't look strange enough everywhere. Yeah. I don't think that looks We're not the most, uh, <laughs> I'm the most discreet I, I mean, crew. Quixie probably wouldn't look all that strange. But we don't have, like, a lot of tieflings and stuff. We get, we get, even if we have fur bugs, so you know there would be like giant people. So, yeah. There's stuff I need to do here anyway, so I could just stay here. I mean, I would like you to meet my family. My parents are interesting. My well, brother is annoying. We still haven't really decided what we're doing after the trial. We want to talk to Darren about Viola and and that stuff, and then. Hey. And after that, we'll have to figure it out. But I mean, the idea is to maybe, you know move on to the next stage of our journey, right? Mm-hmm. So if we want to go After I go shopping underwater. You want to go shopping underwater? Yeah, we wanted to do that the whole long time, but we didn't have any waterproof potions, and then we did have waterproof potions, but then we were doing other stuff. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 We were helping Yonki. Yeah. Mina wants to take me out on another date. Where to? <laughs> Where to? I don't know. She's planning this one. Oh, that's nice. That sounds it- fascinating. <laughs> if you if you could choose where would you go I don't know I haven't been like underwater shopping or anything like that and she said she wanted to take me underwater she does have a sister who has a shop down there and oh, there's more of them? But yeah, there's like a lot. They have siblings. Yeah, several. That I want to see. I think there are two sisters. I've only met Eris. Or something. Hmm. But like one of them's a sailor, so they... And one of them's underwater. Yeah. She's got the shop, yeah. That's the other sister. Mm-hmm. Cool. You got a lot of siblings too, huh, Dan? I, well, I do. Um, not... Not uh, related by blood, but yes, certainly. Uh, my parents uh, weren't able to have children of their own naturally, and so they adopted a, a wide number, actually. What's that? That's I mean, quite nice. Not, yeah. the, not the first part, but the second part. Well, it, the first part's 
not necessarily not nice. It just is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Preferable to some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I wouldn't want to have a baby that I might, you know, if I found one that didn't have a place to go. I think we can all agree our group is getting together finding babies. <laughs> <laughs> finding <just> things. <laughs> finding babies? We will adopt you, orphan. I'm not an orphan. You will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> no. We've only stolen one Craig cat. And one child. And one child. Bullywug. And a bullywug. Yolanda did straight up just take the child. Yeah. Yeah. This is mine now. Claim. Uh, around this point, Stern comes by, flanked by two other guards. Um, are you uh, enjoying your uh, lunch? It's very tasty. I'll take your word for it. Can't eat at this height anyway. Maybe they'll pack something up for us after. Maybe. If you require a sack to carry it in, I can assist. Or, wait, wait, wait. Thank or you, but you can run down all of the stairs, Planeswalker will drop a bread roll off of here, and then you can catch it. We could do that! That would probably hurt. I think I'd be fine, but... It's a bread roll. Bread rolls don't hurt. See? I'll pick one up and put it on the Roll me a dexterity-based attack. I, I'm gonna I some... try to catch it. I just imagine like the, these these the civilians yeah. down below like like what the it's raining bread like, <laughs> it's raining bread hallelujah it's raining bread please tell me you're not twenty no I got a four <laughs> I still want to try to who's catch it who's okay. it roll me a dexterity save okay. you're gonna have but, to wander across but, the table but, and catch but, it it's gonna great. So, Quixie's gonna sneak a pie and put it in her pocket. Quixie, Quixie, yeah. a dinner roll yeah. bounces off the side of your head. <laughs> Calorie, you jump to catch a dinner roll uh-huh. and hit Stern in the face. Quixie's <laughs> <laughs> gonna take a scoop of mashed potatoes and fling it at Plains Oh, Frig! <laughs> oh, thank you. Fire ribbon. Oh, sorry. Armina grabs a roll just out of instinct. Like, she's waiting. That's alright. It's fine. Are you okay? Do you want me to you, heal you? Uh, okay. No, it's not it's, hurt. It's, uh, uh, okay. No, really, it's uh, fine. Are you sure? Uh, it's I totally... probably shouldn't. Um, Please stop touching my face. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you're just like petting her cheek, <laughs> touching her jaw. She's doing a little facial of like mashed potatoes. She just haven't moved the whole time. Please stop touching my face. It, it, it looks a little bit Do you red. Really, it's fine. It's, I just um, don't count, like how. It's okay. It's fine. If it's red, you can just cover it up with mashed potatoes. We're gonna put those suits back on soon. Nobody will be able to see any of them. Yeah. Anyway. I will take mashed potatoes and throw them at you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, only in this area. Without proficiency. So we can't have nice things. Mashed potatoes. Food. I was just trying to oh. This is the worst food fight in existence. Four. Four. They're dinner rolls. Roll me a d20. You, you fling the mashed potatoes. They don't even go really close to Darren. 
They do fly toward one of the guards beside oh, Stern, God. who dodges to the side of it, kind of jostling into Stern's shoulders. Just hide underneath the table. Slowly. Yolanda's gonna just look across to Stern as all of this is happening. Did you remember the garbage person? Eleven. What's your AC? Sixteen. Oh, wait, no, I'm not wearing You're armor. You're not wearing right armor now. right now. Oh. Um, so just a second. Just take a closer text, Mom. Yeah, most of my decks are twelve. Twelve? <sighs> just misses. <laughs> just misses. Did I remember what? I remember when I talked to somebody about the garbage. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's what they came over here for. I thought he hyped. <laughs> Food. Yeah. I will rip a dinner roll in half and throw it at Armina. Armina, dexterity based attack. Girl, don't uh, be doing it. She doesn't seem. She doesn't really seem to be that perturbed by the food. Honestly, she just seems sort of a little out of it. Generally. Dex saving throw. Uh, what's your What's your AC? AC. Well, uh, not not at armor. It is fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so that's gonna hit you. You can give me uh, a dex save to try to catch it. Dex save. Yeah, natural nine. twenty. Oh, ah! nice. Just snatched out of the air. Okay, so with that, I'm gonna like take it and, and kind of like just like kung fu style, like keep the momentum going and oh, yeah. it right back <laughs> now. Right? Okay, give me a give me a dex based attack. Yes. Uh, so is it arm just is this first? just 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 yeah. It is not. No. We had a mud fight. Oh, eight. It's like it's a cool execution, Ooh. but no follow through. <laughs> Yes, I did remember that. Um, they should be meeting us here uh, afterward, oh, after the date is all over. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Have a good lunch. Yeah, I hope they did over soon. She walks off, still. Fidgeting with she her walks away. I'm going to throw spaghetti at the back of Stern's head. <laughs> okay, roll me Oh, no, that's cocked. Is there jello? I want jello or jello. Jello. <laughs> <laughs> jello. Oh, 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 oh. 21. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, that's gonna hit. Oh. It hits her right in the back of the head. She just keeps walking, like, doesn't even no! step. And <laughs> Planeswalker just calls back to you. All of it. They come over, clear away the tables, clear away the chairs. You get escorted by guards back. This confusing kind of mishmash of people going in multiple directions. Like they, they walk people through this labyrinthine pattern in between each other and through this little tabernacle, this little canvas tent where mantles are put on. And so sometimes, like, one will be put on and you'll brought out and then taken by another guard and looped around back in and it'll be taken off again. You'll brought out a different entrance and then go back in again. And then come out without having one put on, you'll go back in another time and then be brought out with one on. Just to... This is confusing. Juggle up the whole, you know, who the heck is who. So you, you guys look around and you, you quickly lose track of kind of where each other are. Quickly. People yes. get brought back, uh, brought back to the chairs. Where are my adventuring companions? <laughs> it is unknown. That is the point. This is frustrating. 
We, we, we have them on now? Yeah, you have them on now. You're, you're led back out to chairs. There's about 30 chairs, and everyone sitting in them is wearing one of these mantles of anonymity, except for guards at the very corners, four corners. Um, you take your seats. Everyone, the Council of Five, take their seats again. The kind of defense counselor takes his post. Stern takes her post. And then there's a moment or two of tension during which you're just sort of looking around, waiting. The council's members talk to each other a little bit. They show some pieces of evidence back and forth. And within a couple of minutes, there is the sound of a bell. A door opens at the far end, kind of a hatch-style thing. And coming up out of the hatch is a very new sight. Overall, this construct has the general form of a person. But it is built entirely out of silver filigreed metal. You can only presume that this is Priestess Aura, because she's the one whose arrival you're expecting, and you know, she was described as being some sort of mechanical automaton, to use a word that you use. But it looks entirely, or at least almost entirely, unlike her form as you knew her. You knew her as a very, very thin, bone-skinny Triton woman. But this is a much rounder, uh, more kind of voluptuous form. Walks up, and the center, the kind of torso of this thing, ensconced in the middle of this ample filigree belly, is a large glass urn filled with this churning, roiling, thick, greenish-black goop with these silver swirls that shimmer through it. The thing has a face that looks vaguely familiar. It looks vaguely like her face, actually, like Oro's face. It's constructed of, of small pieces of metal that seem to be able to shift against each other change their relative positions, twist, rotate, little tiny joints and pieces of spring that can swivel a bit and create facial expressions. Like a Picasso painting or something? Like kind of, or sort of like Bumblebee's face in Transformers. (laughs) Like a bunch of little solid pieces of metal, but the way they move against each other makes them look like a single piece of moving flesh, or like Exo in Destiny, or... Yeah. This is going to be a weird question. Can I make some sort of roll to see if the soul is visible? <laughs> He's like, that is an odd question. The DM's face. Because <laughs> her soul is like in... Does Yolanda normally have the ability to see souls? No. She's just interested in the soul and would be looking for it. Okay. Roll me a because religion she check. She You're... sees us as an opportunity to right. see what a soul. You're trying to see if if you can see yeah. a soul. She can. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Is it the goop? Is it the goop with a seven? <laughs> Give me a wisdom save. Your soul goop. You see it? Is it the goop? <laughs> a wisdom save. Goop. Not the goop. Uh, that's a seventeen. 17. 7 out of 17. This material does look vaguely familiar to you, mostly because you noticed it before, being confused by it. There were vats of this sort of stuff all over the place in the Skekiktas Temple. Large standing vats of it were being churned by followers with occasionally ghostly white 
things floating in it, clunking around inside. You remember also seeing a, a smaller jar of this being handed over to what seemed to be a family in mourning who took it quite gratefully and then left the temple. Um, from that, you... You don't think it's the soul, uh, but you get the feeling that this does have something to do with funerary rites in the Temple of Sketkictus, that it is involved in their process of whatever they do with a person after their passing. The swirls of silver, though, are new. That's something that was bereft of these large standing urns or the small jar that was handed over to that family. So maybe that's a soul. Yeah. The whole, yeah, you know, you don't really know what any of this is, but you remember seeing vaguely similar things other places. Bless you. Excuse me. Can, um, can I that tell? That comes out in the gray goop as just, achoo. Achoo. <laughs> I have sneezed. Sneezed. I have sneezed. <laughs> um, can I tell, based on the looks, if it's like dwarven construction or okay. um because like it's, it's yeah pretty impressive i want to like kind of oh yeah definitely scan it yeah take a look at it give, give me your, history. Uh, your yeah history with the is this kind of stone cunning or just pure history check um this this wouldn't be stone cunning no okay just, so this would be just a normal one yeah normal history or investigation if you want both are great. <laughs> <You know. laughs> ah. Ooh, that would have been a high one, but uh, ten. So ten. ten. It doesn't look dwarven. Uh, you you craft about the daintiest stuff of any dwarf that you have known in in a smithy or a forge. They are generally very fond of large, blocky, solid slabs of things. Uh, impressive in their own right, but not this sort of delicate filigree. This isn't quite delicate enough to be really elven, though. You've seen their stuff before, and it looks like like a plant's creepers growing around. Mm. It's sometimes hair thin. This is somewhere in between. You you think it might be maybe Triton or or one of the other groups here, or perhaps an amalgamation of, of multiple. Like a pastiche. Or... Yeah, okay. maybe maybe a human smith who learned under an elven master, or vice versa, Go. something like that. You you haven't really been familiar with this sort of cultural melting pot before. Amkaric was pretty straightforward. Dwarves raising dwarves. Um, so this is, this is a little different. You did have some non-dwarven residents there, but they were also generally, you know, they were like an elf who had come from an elven empire, or like a human who had come from the Haramian empire. Mm. There wasn't as much intermingling, so this looks this looks relatively unlike anything you've seen before. Okay. She steps forward and is escorted to the witness stand, for lack of a better term, the single chair that's sitting up there. Stern steps up. <clears throat> all right. Um, can you please tell all of us gathered here today what is your name? The construct smiles, nods its head. Yes, I am High Priestess Oro Masvectora of the Temple of Sleikictus. Ew, did they put her name, her voice in it? The voice is familiar. Yes, Ew. this sounds Ew. like the voice of Oro. It resonates from somewhere deep within. It sounds a little more tinny, like she was talking to you from through a long metal tube or something like that. But it is still recognizably <laughs> her voice. Or did they cut her vocal cords up and stick them on a pair of bellows? That's not Why? where my mind went. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
So yeah, she answers this question. Uh, Stern says, what they do are put them within the city. Uh, the construct replies, I'm the high priestess of the Temple of Skekiktis. Uh, Stern asks her some more questions. Um, do you know anything about the barrier that keep the under-titi tilled off from the over-titi of La Taladath? Construct replies, yes, I oversaw many of the installations myself due to my position. Why are they there? Why are they important? Stern continues with, with questions like this, um, with the construct supplying answers that, of course, there, there were zombies in the undercity. It had to be sealed off in order to prevent the zombies from getting out again. She was involved because she was the primary worshipper of Skekiktis. All of this is kind of information you already knew. All of this seems like information, actually, that everyone here probably already knew, and that's relatively apparent looking up at the Council of Five, who look a little bit, a little bit bored at this point. They are paying polite attention, but it's pretty clear that this is retreading common ground. The defense person then steps forward, and you you remember, I'll refresh it because it's been a couple of weeks since the last session, mm. but it was only a you know half hour ago for the characters. Um, he was the one who actually called for her, basically demanding some proof that opening one of those trap doors would actually be dangerous or bad, and they had to furnish a an expert in order to prove that it was dangerous. And she is the crimes, but yeah. Who's to say pouring arsenic in something is even toxic? I'm going to need a doctor's opinion. I'm going to need a doctor in the courtroom to prove to me that arsenic is toxic. So even his lawyer's a crack. Yeah, basically. Mm -hmm. Obviously. <laughs> I cut out where I say obviously he's a criminal defense lawyer. <laughs> 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 what happened to the immediate reaction? <laughs> Let's hope you never do a crime. It would be way less offensive if I was just like, yeah, he's a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just criminal defense lawyers. Fuck those guys. Um, so anyway, this this man steps forward again. All right. Tell me, whoever lied, whoever broken a law, does the name objection? Your Honor. Before the construct even has a chance to reply to these two questions, he takes another step forward. Does the name Imeldus Plax mean anything to you? No. She clears her throat. <laughs> yes, I have. And yes, it does. Imeldus Plax was an area of town which we would frequently meet in back when it was illegal to worship Skekiktis openly. That was a law that I broke. That was a lie that I told. I, I told no one of my affiliations because they were illegal. I knew that they were, but I continued my worship anyway. The defense attorney just kind of looks at her solidly for another couple of seconds. So would that be it then? The only lie? The only crime? The construct kind of looks off to the side a little bit. It's not on trial, sir. Who's trial is this? You can see the Council of Five sort of looking at each other, murmuring softly. They're... They're paying attention, for, yeah. for now at least, um, but they also certainly seem to be reacting to what's happening here. Construct takes a look over, looks back. I suppose not. I 
don't think I could recount every little white lie I've ever told, but I... It was illegal to hitch up your horse there without paying a fine or a fee, and I did that nightly. That would be another one. Parking violations. <laughs> <laughs> the defense attorney then kind of starts shouting, Ah, so, this is your proof. An avowed liar and criminal herself. <laughs> what does her word count for? I feel like Quixie, underneath the gray suit, is probably just, like, trying to yell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yolanda is also very upset. Just like, this you can see it. Yeah. Just, just greasy. Quixie's just like... <laughs> I mean, honestly, this person, if even we can call them a person anymore, her character is suspect. Angus sighs and wipes a hand over his brow. Nobody's character is on trial here. The others and myself, almost anyone from the city, can vouch for the dangers of all of this. But fine. One, two. Quixie, yes. you are escorted up to the oh, stands. Oh, yeah. oh, no! Right <laughs> after that. Yeah. So you're ready to go. Oh, but I'm under the gray suit. You're yep. in the gray suit. You are yeah, in the gray suit. Right. You are in the Anana mantle. But it'll be very, very like. Poetic. It will be difficult. <laughs> it will be very difficult. It will be difficult. Really you can you can find a way to say it in a in an unbiased fashion, perhaps. Um, but yes, you are escorted up there. Stern steps forward first. All right. Um, would you say? that you have some knowledge of the dangers of the Undertiti through your experience? Yes. And you will vouch for the dangers? Mm, yes. <laughs> Can you describe some of the dangers for us, perhaps two or three of them, uh, if at all possible, avoid ones that have already been mentioned? Walking dead that can infect you, really shoddy workmanship. Make me a uh, wisdom save. Oh. Why? You had all out to say really shoddy. You have intimate okay. knowledge of the spectator. Eleven. Eleven? Um, yeah, that, that was just for memories. It was more whether I'd like say you don't remember this or that or the other thing, or whether I'd provide you with extra stuff. But no, you remember whatever Maya out of character remembers. Sure. Um, <laughs> No, don't reveal. I was just going to say, should we do We're literally trying to protect her. Jelly, that There's would... There's a vampire. Jelly, that would caustically turn you into a skeleton. Um... That sounds quite dangerous. Possibility of tunnel collapse. The defense counsel steps up. All right, fine, fine. Crazy partiers. <laughs> Sex club partiers. <laughs> Are these zombies really as dangerous as you supposedly say? Though, what what are the really risks of them? I mean, come on, some shambling oh, no, creature. Surely you can outrun that. You're gonna get stabbed later. <laughs> <laughs> 
problem is, Quixie's like, yeah, we handled them totally fine. <laughs> Except um, we didn't, really. Like, a bunch of us, like, you went unconscious. Yes. Yep. I got you went down, Calorie went down. Yep. Armina went what? down. But, yeah. but exactly. did you die? More than exactly. half of them. More than, more, more, than, more than anything, though. But did you die? More than anything, though, he wouldn't last, like, a minute. I would reckon. Oh, so. Obviously. I mean, we yeah. know where to find zombies, and we could, like, walk them in a room. Would you like me to bring one? Yeah, it's like, well, <laughs> exhibit A, your honor. <laughs> you just try yeah. one out. I mean, Crixie will try to yeah. say, uh, if, if you would like to test it out, I suggest we do an experiment and bring one up here. They are quite dangerous. Packing them into pieces doesn't stop them. The pieces still move. There are floating ones that have many eyeballs that will stare at you and grin at you and make you really sad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why you were sad. <laughs> well, she's admitted to illegal acts, at the very least. Angus, that's already been tried. Her and the other followers of Skeptictus were granted full pardons and due deference for the acts to the city. She cannot be held accountable for that any longer. The defense just spins around toward him, abandoning you and Oro entirely. Well, doesn't the temple themselves have a large opening into this undercity? If it's so dangerous, as you've supposedly just proven, well, why didn't they seal that? Hmm. Could it be they have some sort of ulterior motive? There was a lot of city down there. Maybe they're just using the hole to steal things. Hmm? I think there needs to be an investigation of that. We're going to investigate something. Angus. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I don't even... Stern, at this point, has returned to her spot. She's flipping through a book. I'll, I'll wait for Jasmine to get back, actually. Probably should have already stopped. Uh, Stern, at this point, is flipping through a book. She sets it down, stands up, and clears her throat. <clears> throat> Actually, I think we could investigate it. Uh, the war tape had been dealt with yet, but there is that matter of uh, parking fee. Angus. Fuck off, Stern! <laughs> daggers at her. <laughs> Glares daggers at her, but tips his head to the side. Stern steps forward, Quixie, you're escorted off the witness stand, or was returned to it. She tries to stick her tongue out at the defense lawyer. Does not feel right. It, the, the, she tries you all really just hard. see the face <laughs> just kind of go. <laughs> <laughs> I just like go just to the my mouth seat, opens just a little like, bit. Uh, just staring at him the whole time. The shade. Uh, Stern steps forward. So, how many nights would you say uh, you parked there illegally? Oh, Oro answers there was six nights a week for five or six years. Stern takes a sheet of paper, okay. does some quick calculations, quickly calculates the fees to be about 2,000 gold, which she announces to the room. Uh, plus late fees, interest, and other fines rendered <laughs> probably nearer to 5,000. She takes a moment double-checking her figures, takes an abacus from a nearby guard, <laughs> flips things back and forth. 5,257 gold beaded. She kind of looks around to everyone uh, with a kind of like, is that, does everyone agree with my map on that? And gets a lot of blank Sounds stares well, in return. Yeah. Agreed. Unfortunately, Imelda Schultz, 
who owned the melted flat uh, um, and to whom these uh, fees would be rendered has uh, passed away some 12 years ago now. Um, he did have a son to whom the gold can be paid, of course, uh, Hannah Ter Schultz. Uh, however, uh, sadly, she turns around toward the Council of Five, he's uh, seemingly missing. His wife came and contacted me recently, saying she does not know where he is, but there is a man who might, who can I, I can arrange to be brought here. Uh, his name is Pastor Botem Rituhin. He is the head of the Order of the Rising Dawn, an organization uh, which the uh, wife uh, told us that uh, Hanatter had recently uh, become involved with. Um, Sorry, Hanster Schultz? Hanster Schultz, yes. Throughout this whole thing, it's been kept up that you guys are kind of shuffled amongst your seats. Sometimes you'll be brought back to the, the, the tabernacle again, and people are coming and going constantly. And so when, a couple of minutes later, Pastor Bosun Rishuhin is brought forward, it's not clear where he came from. You, you all probably can gather that he was already here, but uh, you don't know where he might have been sitting before that. He might have been held in some cell elsewhere, whether he was downstairs in the precinct, in a jail cell, you have no idea. He comes forward, not in an anana mantle, instead in his Order of the Rising Dawn robes, bright white with gold emblems. You need to believe in justice to be a justice for all. <laughs> 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 One must be it would be like trying to put on the sorting hat. Just, yeah! uh, so, skateboard. It's, it's the weirdest part ever. <laughs> 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 what did you eat? You know. So, Bosun is brought up to the witness stand. Sat down there. Familiar, peculiar setup with his hair. His hair, much like the previous times you've seen him, is divided into seven segments, alternately braided and pulled straight back, uh, seemingly to mimic the seven rays of the symbol of the Sword of Arialor with its straight rays and wavy rays. I was just going to say, is it Corvos? I was going to hop with Corvos. It's okay, he's a high elf, it's fine. It's culturally appropriate. He's white, like so like, actually, I don't know. It's like Yeah. He's not, it's fine. Yeah, he's yeah, not he's cold. fine. No, he's, he's not, not, he's not, not like white, white. He's not appropriating any cultures. <laughs> Just visually, I'm <laughs> So he's <laughs> sat up there. Uh, Stern turns to him. Mr. Pastor Bosem Rituhin, you are the head of the Order of the Rising Dawn, correct? Pastor Bosem clears his throat. Yes, that is correct. Oh, guys, I'm going to do it. Do you know the whereabouts of one uh, Hanneter Schultz? Um, he's a person we are trying to find in uh, in relation to an investigator. The defense stands up and goes, This was ridiculous. We're, we're, we're getting off track now, surely. Stern turns him. Well, no, this was your idea, after all. And <laughs> one that you believed in so strongly that you would interrupt the judiciary with it. <laughs> Angus smacks his hand down on the table. <laughs> Captain Hammerthrow, it is not your call or his call 
or anyone else's call, save for the five of us, what is or is not applicable to this justiciary. Now, will you get back on track now, please? <laughs> Sermon nods. Of course, sir. Turns back to Pastor Bosom Rishuhin. Do you know the whereabouts of one Hannah Thurthold? <laughs> oh, she's not giving any shit. Angus, hammer throw, I'm warning you. No, sir. It did appear and it linked to the other investigator as well. I figured that long as we had the person here who might have an indication, he is one of the many names of people who are meeting in relation to the other investigator we were talking about. Angus looks at the other five. They share a brief exchange of words. And then uh, Angus stands up. All right. Give me that. Get out of here for a minute. Stern walks off toward the sides. <clears throat> As she's walking away, he says, Get a team started on the investigation into Orobas Vectora and destitute parking fees. Through strained teeth. He steps away. Angus calls for witnesses to change. Bosom is taken away. Someone else in Nana Mantle is brought back. For the next half hour or so, they go through a variety of pieces of evidence and kind of slowly questioning the validity of one and the next, uh, during the course of which... Nope, we've already done that one. Roll the d3. For fuck's sake, do not roll a two again. That's better. Nope. That's me. <laughs> Argue yourself. <laughs> so it was, it was I'm already doing too many one. voices. Uh, Calorie, you oh, are. Oh no! You are brought up to the stand. Honestly, the three most chaotic members of our party. <laughs> <laughs> and a piece of evidence is presented to you. Uh, in this case, it is the Book of Names, which you remember seeing where it's just name, signature, name, signature, name, signature, name, signature. All right, now, you, whoever you are, do you have some familiarity with this piece of evidence? I saw it at one point, yes. Uh, you've seen it before? Were you involved in its recovery or discovery? Yes, we found it in a church. You find it uh, very difficult to say the word church. You go to say the word church, and it stops uh, in your throat. Church is a matter Do you want to try to force it out? Or are you just going to change to a different word? We saw it in a building. <laughs> All right. Uh, presumably one of the buildings uh, which was affiliated with this uh, group standing investigation. Yes. All right. Thank you for that. Uh, where did you discover it? Well, if you yeah. if you out of character don't remember, roll a wisdom set. <laughs> I have it in my notes. I was gonna say regardless, roll a wisdom set. Okay. I think it was the. It's too late for you now. Roll a wisdom set. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. That is a twenty-one. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You remember discovering it in a desk. Yeah, uh, you so remember that you the the desk was in the guy in charge's room. Mm -hmm. Um, you remember that the, yeah, you remember that a trio of those scrolls were in there as well. So. We found it in his desk. 
it was one of the many books we found in in, in a desk in a bedroom. Right. And uh, I mean, the contents of it are quite self-explanatory. I think it's names and signatures. Does it have any particular meaning to you that you can ascribe to it? A lot of these people are missing. All these people are missing. That's correct. We can. He kind of turns around, presenting it to, to other people as, as he does so. We can see a lot of these names are also on the name of missing persons under investigation, uh, also under the name of uh, persons who are listed as members of this organisation. Right. Uh, thank you very much. Anything further to add on the matter of this piece of evidence? Not really. Right. No. You are escorted away. Yolanda is right up next. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <sighs> this is the most well-behaved we have been for you this yep. entire thing. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're kind of suppressed. <laughs> we can't be... It's so sad. It's so sad. Harry only wanted to talk about the other sex book she found underneath the bed, but she couldn't. I like how you say other sex book. <laughs> this, is all, to this is all for one thing, too. That's here for one reason. It's so great. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, um, so, Yolanda, you are escorted up to the thing. They show you another piece of evidence. In this case, it is a trio of scrolls, with which you are fairly familiar, uh, having been there for various discussions about it. Right, and uh, do you recognize these? Yes. Were you involved in their recovery or discovery? Yes. Uh, where were they discovered? Are those the ones that were behind the... They were in the we left the desk, but then there's the altar ones. You took both sets. Yeah. And we... You gave one to Stern, you kept one set for yourselves. Okay. So you're not certain which of the two these were, but you know that they were in at least two places. Yes. There was one, there was a set in the desk, and there was a set behind the altar. Uh, you find the word altar quite oh, difficult yeah. to oh. say. I stopped, I was like, mm, she's going to try to say it. Okay, oh. uh, make me a charisma saving Here throw. We... Yeah, she says it. Nice. <laughs> uh, that is a 26. Ooh. Okay, yes, you are able to say it. Any raised eyebrows from people when she says the word altar? Like, is that a known word? not be able to say? Not particularly. They don't seem to react much. Um, make me an... Well, make me an insight check. Okay. I'm gonna... Th actually, let's look for... Let's look for menu right here. I'm 15. gonna do one too, actually. I'm kind of okay. curious myself. Ten. Fuck. Ten. Fifteen. Looking over, the Council of Five are really the only ones who have facial expressions yeah, at this point, and the Defense Council. Yeah. They don't seem to react specifically to the word altar, one of them kind of does raise a bit of an eyebrow and glance over, the person next sort of shrugs. The interaction gives you the impression that because it was said, they're presuming that it's not important. And so that basically that the mantles don't have a list of words they filter but rather they filter things based off of the emotion attached to them or something a little more ineffable. And so if you can say a word, then it's deemed by those who know how the mantles to work to not be particularly important, even if it seems like it might be. Okay. So there is one person, the, the human delegate, who does seem a little bit surprised by it, but the other 
quite frankly, older uh, people on the on the table don't seem to react to it in the slightest. You can also tell from how they've been reacting to things in general, there is definitely a bit of a division of opinion, but it seems like the majority of them are seeing this as fairly cut and dried. Um, you're not exactly certain how their whole trial system works, but it doesn't seem like any of them have been particularly skeptical of any of the evidence that's been presented so far. So it doesn't seem like there's a lot of, you know, disbelievers that have to be convinced over in order for you guys to quote-unquote win this or whatever that happens to be. And uh, do you have any um, particular knowledge of what may be on these schools? They were to be read in a specific order. They are all of different schools of magic. So they're magical schools, spell schools? Yes. Do you know which schools of magic? Memory save. Yeah, memory save. I was gonna say I think I kind of remember. Fourteen. Transmutation, conjuration, necromancy, evocation. I think. Evocation. Yeah. What does Yolanda remember? Um, you you remember the the three? Yes. You okay. don't remember the orders, like the colors yeah. that went with which, um, or the order they were supposed to be on, but you remember the, the schools, at least. Not the order, but the schools were, she says the schools, uh, they were to be played up. Right. Uh, anything else in particular to add? She tries to say a bunch of stuff, and then says, no. <laughs> <laughs> You are escorted uh, back to your seat. 15 is what it ends up being. Okay. Uh, You are escorted back to your seat. And uh, Armina, you are brought up. In between all of these, there's about 10, 15 minutes of other people being interspersed, other pieces of evidence being brought forward. The defense steps forward. uh, Various things are debated. I'm not going to go into all of it because it could get a little pedantic. Um, So just, just... Very quickly, um, are we sitting beside each other, or are we, you're like... You have no idea. Oh, but, yeah, you're oh, brought okay. up to witness stand. Okay. I'm like, I, I mean, first, yeah. if we're near, like, the blobs, that's what I was just kind of Yeah, okay. so you are now, you are now sitting on a, on a chair on a small raised dais with a little banister around you. Uh, standing in front of you is Angus Dolgerbat on one side and the defense counselor on the other side. Off to your left is a table with four of the five members of the council of five sitting behind it. Off to your right is a sea of chairs with about 30 people in mantles of anonymity and the incredibly conspicuous form of uh, Oro's reconstructed body. Body mishmash. And then four guards at the corners of the big rectangle. Beyond that, you can just see out over the city, the mountains. I mean, wants a cigar real bad. (laughs) (laughs) Just really bad for a cigar. I'm uh, honestly not quite certain why this is here, but uh, do you recognize this book? And he holds up a copy of Clash of Worlds. <laughs> or world, two worlds collide. <laughs> it's the porn book. book that you That's discovered did I underneath. Was that you saw? <laughs> yeah, you were there. Yep. I... Yes. Oh god, I might um, want to do this. <laughs> were you involved in its discovery or recovery? Yes. 
Stand as a piece of evidence that that people are being kidnapped yeah. or anything like that. Um, it could maybe be a bit of character evidence, but also you picked up on the thread that character is not really on trial here. That's They're what very I'm specifically yeah, looking for breach of crimes. Mm. Um, about the only thing you could think of is that it could maybe be used to identify an owner, perhaps, but it, you know. On the other hand, so could any of the other pieces of evidence. Um, so you're mostly just surprised to see it. Yeah. Uh, not to my knowledge. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. It was recovered from a similar place as uh, these other pieces of evidence, though. Yes. Uh, where specifically was it recovered from? It was in the bed. Yeah. It was in the bed. Under the bed. Under, <laughs> sorry, under uh, which bit? The leader's bed. I'm thinking like that at the point. Under the leader's bed. You hear from the crowd of <laughs> mantles of anonymity, you hear two or three of them. That is ridiculous. Never would such a thing happen. <laughs> of course not. It's true. I was there. Never. Order, order. I found it. I knew it was there. Thank you very much. It's a decent book. <laughs> Outrageous. Heresy. Sacrilege. <laughs> She's a grave. That's their fucking manifesto. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hidden in like the passages. In order to like play this out on a grand scale. Yolanda's yeah, like, they're right. It is sacrilege, but not for the same reason. <laughs> like, damn it, am I agreeing with them? <laughs> am I more? Am I less? Am I more? <laughs> um, then they get they get around to talking about the the missing people again. They've got the list with the roster of the organization showing them as having some 84 members but they only have 57 in custody and with known whereabouts only 57 were recovered from the building um, at this point the council talks to each other and they and basically they they, they kind of agree that this is looking pretty solid there's a lot of kind of nodding going back and forth between them. Angus takes the floor again. All right. Uh, I suppose please bring before us the man who stands primarily accused of this. An, a person in an anonymous mantle. A Justin Blob. Justice Blob. Justin Blob? <laughs> Justin Blob. Justin Blobber. Uh, a Justice Blob <laughs> is brought up to the witness stand. 
and sat there. What's the point of him being a justice wall if he's identified as the man accused? They still don't know who the man accused is. The only time his name was said was by Stern in reference to something else. Like Priestess Oro, Mm -hmm. he was called up for something else. Mm -hmm. So they still don't know what organization they're trying. Stern's play is suddenly so much clever. (laughs) (laughs) He was clever to begin with, but I didn't realize he was going to be a justice bob for the duration of this as well. Yeah. Yeah. But now she's she's given them a hint as to who they're trying. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um... So he's sat there. Angus looks at him. Right. Now, of course, people, their whereabouts not being known is not a crime. So can you provide us with some information as to the whereabouts of these people? The blob chuckles. <clears throat> this farce has come to its end, I think. They have gone to be saved far across the seas. Alright, well, do you have any travel papers? Some register of travel? A, a passenger manifest? The blob shakes its head. Ha, 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 ha. No, there are none. The one on trial is the one before you, after all, and so the preposterous nature of this all is laid flatly before us. Yes, These people have gone without register, a crime by the city's strictures. But for what reason? Formerly, this cage of a prior priestess was deemed illegal, and what did the city do but change its laws to permit? Yet in the case of myself, they would rather prosecute, persecute, execute. Angus clears his throat. Execution isn't on the table here. Just answer the... He's cut off by the justice blood. Yet the laws of the city stand for no reason I can see. Allow me to demonstrate, if you would. Angus looks to the other five. They all give cautionary nods, and Angus sighs, nods his head. Justice blob says... If you saw a man in the street about to be run down by a carriage, if you told him to move and he did not move, if you tried to convince him he was in danger and he did not move, could you say that you are good if you let him be killed? Would there not come a point where any good man must say, damn his consent? and grab the man and pull him from in front of the horse? Could it possibly... Roll for cursing. <laughs> the DC does raise yeah. the worse the thing gets, by the way. So like, if you want to say, you're a jerk, yeah. that's not a very high DC. I but if you want to say, like, fuck you, Pastor Bosom, that's like word yeah. by word high DC. Uh, I got a 20 for... That's not what happens. You can say that's not what happens. Yeah? yeah. She calls that up. <laughs> it's literally not even a thing. <laughs> it's Could a it thing. possibly be considered righteous to let the man die simply because he was choosing to do so? Angus sighs. There's no carriage here. No runaway horse. So what you are seeing, though... 
from my understanding, please confirm it for the rest of us, is that these people who have gone on this overseas voyage did not do so of their uh, own free will. Free will is an illusion. There is no free will. Only the will of... A greater power. Only that will exists. All others are imaginings. Bitch, I watched the Avengers last night, and this is real Loki in the Loki. worst Avengers. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna free you all from freedom shit. Isn't this yeah. your natural state? Like, that kind of stuff? Oh, totally. Yep. yep. Uh, Angus repeats the question. Captain America. Did they go on this voyage of their own will? <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Blob stands up of their will. Absolutely not. They have gone on pilgrimage at the will of greater powers, as all things happen. The world has turned from him and begun to pervert its true nature. This shall be undone with his return. False will shall be removed, and the world will be returned to its original perfection. All sin and flaw will be purged from existence. The false pretenders of heaven and hell shall fall away like chaff from the wheat. During this, basically after his admission of, no, that wasn't of their own free will, Angus motions to some other guards who come forward, step up to the witness stand, and remove the mantle. You see at this point that it is expectedly Pastor Bosun Rishuhin. One of the guards brings an envelope out to Angus while Bosun is talking. He rips the envelope open, pulls out a paper, flips it open. Pastor Bosun Rishuhin, it says here, your name is. You and the Order of the Rising Dawn have been found guilty of crimes listed during this justiciary, and the crimes of men matter not save from the eyes of any law. I fear no punishment you can muster, because your power is only a fraction in comparison. He's brought forward from the witness stand to the center of the whole sort of stage at this point. That sure. What are you trying to exclaim? You should be afraid. No. Uh, Which I I know is a yeah, lot less. Go, go ahead and roll that. You can't tell it's planeswalker yeah. saying it. I know. Go, go ahead and roll. You don't have to roll very high. Charisma save. That's a relatively. It's it is emotional, but it's not necessarily biasing. Yeah, that's high enough. Okay. You can say it. You can't shout it, but you can say you should be afraid. <laughs> Just like in your head, you, you should. should fear the justice blobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fear the justice blobs. I'm sure that when we started doing the justice blobs, we were not doing robot voices. No. We we're not happy. <laughs> can, we, can we please just get these and call ourselves the justice blob and put them on? Yes. Face <laughs> <laughs> the wrath of the justice yeah, blob. Yeah, the the justice blob. The justice blob. The official party name changed. <laughs> <laughs> Sears is like what they put on memorial. 
reels and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then, but when we're gallivanting around yeah. the countryside, the they're like, who are you? Like, the Justice Club. An old grandpa is like, oh, like, granddad, who are these people? I'll tell you what's here, but the Justice Club. It's just dicks. <laughs> you want to know about them justice blogs? Yeah, tell you about the justice blogs. Uh, I hope that dicks has a relative in Mercantensy who's just the exact same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Female he has version. so many relatives. Yeah. He has so well, many brothers. And they're all the same. Also, he's not just a gnome. He's a clone. Nice. His parents couldn't naturally reproduce, so they oh. built a cloning machine, because that's what gnomes do. <laughs> a clone gnome. Oh, tipsy. She's so cute. See, because as soon as you look at her with the intent of a picture, you bitch. she opens her eyes. You bitch. And <laughs> <laughs> just sit on the floor next to her until she falls asleep again. There you go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so Pastor Bosom is led forward from the witness stand and is kind of in the middle of this stage. He starts, his copperish skin starts to glow a little bit. You will pale as a candle before the sun, and just as surely you will burn. Uh-oh, is he going to self-immolate? Is he going to cut oh, At this point, uh, Angus starts to shield his eyes. Bosom starts to glow more brightly. Oh, God. And then Angus steps forward, raising his hands and forcing the stones that make up the floor to rise up and surround Pastor Bosom Rishin like a cairn in an instant. Uh, you remember that Angus mm-hmm. helped make right, this yeah. uh, spire and through magical means as well. Uh, Armina, you haven't seen a lot of stone magic, but what you've seen is generally very impressive. They're able to do things that physical artisans yeah, like, could never pull I off. I think little logs, he can make like, yeah. stone. He like can just bender. make a wall rise from That's the so Yeah, cool. stone, stone bender style. Stone yeah, exactly. Earth bender. <laughs> um, Style. Yeah, Earthbender style. Yeah. <laughs> Not what a stone bender. Stone bender. <laughs> you know, stone bender. I mean, stone. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't ask too many questions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See. Yeah. See. <laughs> um. So, Angus steps forward, raises up his hands, and this impromptu cairn rises from the floor, surrounds the pastor. After about. Ten seconds, the stones start to glow. Oh no. And fall and crumble out of place. Oh. Angus falls down to his knees, sweat dripping from him as he groans, and tries to force them like... back up, but they won't quite go. One of the other five, uh, the elven member, steps forward with a shout, and she starts to trace some sort of incantation. <clears throat> um... Pastor begins to glow brighter. I am Pastor Bosin Rishuhin. The stones start to kind of melt away. The elf finishes her incantation and surrounds him in a bubble of force, a magical shield. Inside of this bubble, the stones continue to heat and glow and melt, but outside of it, they seem completely safe. I am the savior of the lost. Bearer of the light of Eriolor, rectifier of the world's ills. Yes. Uh, we can see him. Yeah. You can see him. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I would like to say quiet and cast command. Oh. Uh, roll me a. Roll me a wisdom saving throw. 
I'm gonna use and a charisma saving throw. I'm going to use my inspiration nice. on wisdom. Yes. Okay. okay, the charisma's a seventeen. The wisdom's a ten. Okay. You are able to say quiet, but as you try to pull up and expel the magical force from yourself, it doesn't quite come out right. Actually, do you even have a, a holy symbol to present right now? Do you need one, or is it just verbal? It's just verbal. Okay, if it's just verbal, most, then, most then that doesn't matter. Yeah, that, then that just doesn't really matter. Yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, as you, as you go to summon the magical energy, it seems to be quelled by the weight of this mantle, unfortunately. You have yeah. not used up the spell slot, yeah. but you have used the action. Can I, because he seems to be hostile right now, could I try to cast calm emotions on Pastor Reshooting? Uh, like you can one? try, yes. Roll me a wisdom save and a charisma save. Okay. Does that one have a verbal component? It's verbal, it's anatic, yeah. Yeah, so uh, uh, wisdom save and a charisma save. Okay. Wisdom and charisma. A natural 20 on yeah. the charisma oh, yes. uh, and a 15 on the wisdom save. Okay. Um, let me see something because I didn't look up all the spells, and like with the words, this the spell DC kind of changes. Mm-hmm. So I gotta look up that spell. Give me one sec. Oh, you're looking up. I have it right here. If you would yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Look. Just like it went through your face, fucking looked here. Yeah. yeah. But oh, sorry, I should have. It's all good. I used inspiration. I rolled a four and a nine. Oh, like, oh those are I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a good use of inspiration. It was, yeah. it was you, a very good use of inspiration. Very appropriate time. The bubble that's yeah. around him is like protecting everything else. Like, is there any need for like? I was thinking like I got absorb elements. Like I could. It's normally used for me. Right. Is that self? It's self. It looks to you. Try and like try and help to protect the stones. Right. (laughs) It looks to you like something similar to Odaluke's resilient sphere or something like that. Um, It like there is a bubble around him, and whatever he is doing doesn't seem to be able to get outside of the bubble. Okay. So there's a little bit of stone at his feet that is glowing and melting. The bubble's not moving, he's not moving. Okay. So, okay. it doesn't seem like uh, right now there's any kind of threat being posed to the, the, the city spire as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is good, because I don't know how you make a speedy evacuation from a fucking tower like yeah. this. Go to the floor, just go... <laughs> I was going to say, off the side and let her feather fall herself. She can, but... she can feather fall you, I can feather fall five people. And so, you can hold on, and Yolanda can carry somebody with her wings, and... Uh, although you don't know who each other are. Calorie doesn't know if she's scared of heights yet, but she might be if they do that. Yeah. <laughs> Tracy can save five random people. Um, I guess four random people and herself, probably. So that's actually, if everyone's going to be doing actions, I guess we might as well roll uh, initiative. Do we have our weapons with us? Uh, no. 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 I, I don't have anything. Also, yet. my instinct yeah. to run in and behead him was bad. Yeah. Fuck. I want... No, no, no one has any armor, no one has any Damn. weapons, no one has any spellcasting stuff. I rolled a five? Oh, wait, actually, so you said it was verbal and material, right? Verbal and somatic. somatic. Verbal and somatic. Okay, good. Yeah, that's fine. It's an action? Yeah. And verbal. Um, 13. Oh. 
sorry. I forgot what I was doing. It's okay. <laughs> he didn't expect us to pipe up, probably. This was supposed to be a cutscene. That's okay. <laughs> inclusion is good. Inclusion is good. Um, We're all about inclusivity. Yeah. <laughs> and you can always, like, you could send messages or something if you got other stuff. Um, uh, okay, what? wait. So, sorry. Wait, one uh, time. What did you Eleven. Get? Eleven? Yeah. Gotta stamp them. Uh, Maya? Here. I, think I said, oh, sorry, I said it already. Five. Yeah, <laughs> everyone said it. I just yeah, was just... lost. Uh, Planeswalker? Tam. Tam. Yolanda? Thirteen. Thirteen. Calry? Also five. Also <laughs> five. Not that good! Uh, okay. I think Quixie has the higher dexterity. Um, I think he might have the higher dexterity. Yeah, uh, yeah but these do have tied. Yeah, oh. we tied. I've got, uh, two dexterity. Oh, I also have two. Oh, damn. Rock, sensor, <laughs> paper. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> <God>? Razor blade. <laughs> you, you have all the guns you want. <laughs> I just expected that because in Korea yes. this is scissors. Uh, so yeah, but she in Korea. No, but, no, it's, it's rock, scissor, paper. Yeah, but they do this for scissors instead of this. I, always, I mean, I, I think we all got what you meant. Yeah. yeah. But it's not I this. It's not Razor that. blade. <laughs> If that's a representation like, of your true dexterity, I win there. <laughs> 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 Rock, paper, pixie stick. Okay. Um, you, Calorie, you draw up the energy as best as you can. You try to push it out. You're able to get out the verbal component. No problem. And a couple other choice words if you want, because you did roll a nat 20 on that part. But unfortunately... You can feel the energy almost get out of you, but it's like it stops at your fingertips. Calm the fuck down! Nothing's happening. The <laughs> 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 was there. Um, the, the other three, anything to do in this round? I, I'm useless. I have, no, I have alarm uh, spells. I'm just, gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna prepare absorb elements just in case something happens. I'm like, gonna so yeah. wear up, ready to tackle him. But Get ready magic to. Magic and a bubble. Yeah. And... yeah. There's a lot going on here. I'm just gonna look. Mm. I need something hmm. to be a javelin. Take <laughs> 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 a a flag, a flagpole, like a flagpole. Yeah. Um, Armina <laughs> might just look for exits, like possible ways okay. to get out. Give me a, give me a uh, perception check. Evacuating. Oh, that's nice. Six. Uh, there's there there are clear ways out of this room uh, in every direction uh, off the edge. Um, and then yeah. and then there's the hatch that you came in through. Um, you can't see anything else. Well, the hatch you came in through is a good enough exit as any. It's an exit. Well, I know. Yep. You at least know, you, you plot out where it is from where you were. Like that kind of, you know, person in an airplane going, you know, map out your nearest emergency exit well, thing. I'm You're just kind of like... Jason Bourne right. trying to find out where everything is. Yeah, like, well, say yeah. something. Say to people. Don't just take note of it. Well, no. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's yeah. the only it's the only exit. I'm just gonna yeah. wait and see what happens, really. So I'm just gonna look. You don't see any others. So yeah, yeah. you're looking around. That's okay. Armina's signature Start move. evacuating. To note something. Like, yeah. And never mention it. It's not Armina's signature move. It's magic. There's shots. There's so much alcohol here by Ola that none of us know about. <laughs> I will take note of it. I will note it. I'll take note of that. <laughs> But in you this particular, that's a fair point. I love it. You've I'm not... all three of your current characters. 
It's I'm wonderful. <laughs> I love it so much. It's great. Well, I, mean, I, I yeah. was editing the other day, and he said, I'll make note of it, just about something, and Jared's like, so we'll never hear of it again. <laughs> Everyone's gonna have a thing. That's my apparently. That's my sh- smuggler. That's a good trick. That's yeah. my shtick. Yeah, it's a thing. Until it becomes useful, or she remembers it. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is it. In the aftermath of the campaign, Planeswalker's gonna go back to the mountains. Quixie's gonna get a cushy tenured position as a professor at a college. Yolanda's gonna go start an orphanage slash adventurer camp. Calorie's gonna, if she survives, teach people how to. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the shade. Calorie's gonna go to be running like prank university that just looks like a normal university from the outside, but actually the whole thing is a prank. Y- and Arena's just gonna go back to all of these places and find all of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah, all right, let's go sell fifty kegs of ale. Let's go sell- Sweet, I'm right, rolling in the money. Come on, Chris, let's go. That's the long con. Yep. Okay. Your sugar mama's back home. Well, I'm, I mean, honestly, like. It's the, only, it's the only door there, and it, but yeah, I don't yeah, have tell there. people to evacuate. The door is there. I don't know. <laughs> we should evacuate. Yes. Yeah. Although I will admit, I just while this whole thing was going on, glanced down and saw my card for the alchemy jug for the head, and I was like, should I prepare two gallons of mayonnaise? <laughs> 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 That can help. That can help. I, I like how you bypass poison and acid into mayonnaise. Yeah. That's the yeah. likely cause. And unconsciously, <laughs> really, the most I don't know what I would do with acid. Just a giant <laughs> keg of mayonnaise. <laughs> I did legit expect him to just run and jump off the side. I was like, I'm going to get my wings out, bring yeah. him back. Yeah. Oh, no, he's imploding. Oh. No. You're not doing what I thought you were All right, all right. All right, all right. Shitty one. One more time. Yeah. Okay, uh, so that's that uh, round. Now I gotta break up this speech in the. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's good. <laughs> good right. timer. Um, he, as, as he continues, um, yeah, he's, he's glowing. Stones are glowing and melting. The ball around him seems fairly solid right now. I am a servant of the one true God. I am above the petty laws of you and your king. I am a reckoning. I am the return. I am the one who shall claim the thrones. I am a wind which shall scour clean the mountain. I am the fear which lies in the hearts of the sickened. I am... You're a dick, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I poetic thing. As okay, roll me a charisma save. As he says this, and as his glow brightens and brightens, as his voice deepens and starts to resonate, you start to not be able to look directly at him. It's too bright too much. You can only look at him sideways or through the cracks in your fingers. The voice starts to resonate like it's larger than he is, like it's coming from the stones around you. What'd you roll, Planeswalker? Nah. Sorry. (laughs) You can say it in your head, though, and give yourself a high five in your head. Can I high-five myself IRL without, like, in the game without having to say IRL? Yes, you can. So you just see it. But it just looks like one clap. IRL IG. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) IRL IG. 
I see one justice blob just. <laughs> nice. Um, but we'll probably assume that's one of the cultists. <laughs> that's a weird reaction. <laughs> <laughs> one clap. Um, you do hear sounds of assent from some of the other cultists, presumable cultists, from some of the other justice blobs, and people going, yes, yes, good, all you hail. Sex in a justice blob? <laughs> starts to crackle and flicker as he finishes this this ultimate statement um, the elf who was casting this shield falls forward with a shout clutching at scorch marks all over her forearms um, you see a blur off to the side a figure dashing forward and an ominous figure a justice blob runs forward grabs the bright, bright glowing figure and goes right off the edge. Bitch, that's what I was going to roll for on my turn! <laughs> Without stopping or slowing, no, 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 right off the edge into space. A few seconds later, there's a boom and a flash of light from outside. The spire shudders, but stays up. Angus, heaving, pushes himself up from the ground orders the guards to escort away the other orders of the Rising Dawn and to remove everyone's mantles. Guards come around and start removing things. So, do you have things you want to say? Uh, Yolanda wants to try to heal people. Okay. I'm going to run over to the side and see if I can see who that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Um, you guys start running off. Are you going like, to wait for your mantles to be removed first? I want, I want, I want to take them off. I, Kelly's going to try more... to take hers off. Okay. Uh, roll me a... I'm what assuming Quixie doesn't wait for Hella High Water. No, she just runs yeah. to the side. Yeah, she yeah Kelly's running okay. and trying to take it I'm off the same time. Okay. cast Featherfall on the person. Okay, you're trying to run with like, them. Um, yeah. Roll me a dexterity save. Uh, wait, first roll me... You know, this I didn't think of, because you guys are getting shuffled all through the chairs. Roll me a percentile okay. to see... She probably thinks it's one of her idiot friends. ...where you are in this <laughs> pack yeah. of things. Yeah, no, you <laughs> guys have fair. no idea who it is. She thinks it's Planeswalker. <laughs> Very well be Planeswalker or Yolanda. Yeah. Uh, I was totally trying to make people enough. think that it would have been Planeswalker by checking my phone. That's a hundred. That's a hundred. That's a hundred? Yeah, that's zero, zero, zero. That's a ten. That's a ten. That's zero, zero, zero. Yeah. Oh, I thought zero, zero, zero. Oh, yeah. It's because you didn't... Yeah. Did you use... Do you need me to run a percentile, too? 
Uh, no. Um, yeah. The percentile is for running to determine where you are in ten. in the pack of chairs. Uh, ten is unfortunately not a very good roll. Um, so roll me a dexterity save. You're kind of in the middle, and you've got to run through some folks, through oh. some chairs. Okay. Uh, se- uh, dexterity seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, you're able to dodge around them and shove your way through them pretty well. It does slow you down a bit, um, so you're not able to get there the same turn they get there. Yeah. Uh, but you'll be able to get there the turn afterward. I'm going to actually roll a die to see if Yolanda will be more focused on the people she can see who are hurt or the going off the edge. Right. Okay. So odds, healing, even swings. Uh, roll me a wisdom save okay. to try to remove the mantle. I'm gonna use my inspiration. Okay. Everyone's using their inspiration in this one thing. Yeah. Don't worry, Planeswalker doesn't even know what to do. He's just uh, standing there squared up. Twenty-two. Okay. <laughs> you tug at it, and you're able to start peeling it off. Mm-hmm. Um, it it takes time. It is difficult. It's like every inch of it is kind of glued down, and you have to peel it up bit by bit and pry it away. Mm-hmm. But you're definitely able to be making headway on it. As this is happening, though, the guards are going around helping remove the mantles of other people, and so mm-hmm. basically, this just makes one beeline toward you and, and take yours off right off the bat. So that's that turn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and yeah, you can use your movement to... Mm-hmm. That's your action, so you yeah. can use your movement to start heading that way. Uh, what's your move speed? Uh, thir- 25 feet, but I can 25? move through people. Okay. Um, so you're able to make it about three quarters of the way there. You're, you're about on par with another justice block. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I rolled a 47 for where I am in the room. Okay. And then even for who I was focused on, and it's the people going off the edge. Uh, so she's also going to try to get over to the edge. Um... Uh, the explosion happens like pretty soon like, yeah. within this round, so we basically see the explosion. Yeah, Which... I mean, you see the flash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it happens a couple of seconds later, but yeah, like, in, I mean, a couple of seconds. Within is this round. The same round. Yeah. Um, so her wings are out. Uh, that. Or she tries to get her they wings They don't out. come out automatically. Yeah, they're suppressed by the mantle as well. Oh, um, okay. So even innate abilities. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you can roll a you can roll a save to try to get them out, or you can take the mantle off, or you can just wait an action and the guards will take your mantle off. I mean, she might as well use the action to try to get them out. It'd be so cool just to bust them out. It'd be so yeah. cool. <laughs> um, so that uh, that would be a yes charisma save. That's a twenty-three. Or well, I guess spell is charisma save, but um, you know that one's close. Twenty-three. Yeah. Um, Roll me a d6. Five. Ooh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I will let it happen then. Okay. Uh, I, Are they visible? I rolled a d20 uh, and it came up as an 18. And the difference is five, so <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll take that as luck is on your side. They are not visible. Okay. You can feel yeah. them emerge, but they can't be seen. Okay. She has a uh, 30-foot movement? 
Uh, don't know how close she can get if she sees if there's anything like falling. Like if anything survived it and is. I mean, you with thirty foot movement, you can't get right to the edge of the platform okay. in in a turn. Okay. Yeah, you're you're about forty feet away. You're past the middle point of yeah. the platform on the other side. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she sees the flash. She has her wings out. She's running that way. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you are further forward than, than these two. Also, I completely but forgot I to say, the initiative order. Yeah, we haven't been doing order. But I'm at least doing one thing for each person. And then yeah. Yeah. Nice but I have dashed since I didn't get to cast a spell. Um, you... Wait, sorry, what did you roll for your uh, percent off where you are in the 47. group? Um, okay, that does slow you down a bit, so you're, you're not able to go as far because you do have to get through some chairs and stuff. Uh, yeah, I guess you would have been able to dash. Yeah, so you can... I know you just want to get to the edge. I understand that. Roll me a charisma save to try to use a, a, a very uh, making it obvious who you are ability. <laughs> Uh, that's gonna be not quite high enough. I was thinking 25 for that, okay. so. Um, you try to flap them, but you can't really get purchase here that's gonna be rough. and now. Because the next turn was, go off the edge. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like swan dive so you're running off, forward, like... uh, I, I will point out you're also running forward away from the guards who could take the mantle off of you. The, the guards and the edge that was run off of are in opposite directions. Okay. Uh, yes, you could have dashed, which means actually you would get right up near to the edge. Okay, I just, I, um, um, if I can see survivors or bodies, Okay. Um, I just want to like kind of track where they are. Yeah, give me, give me a perception um, check. Okay. Because other falls are reaction. Yeah, so it I, doesn't take long to do. Uh, perception, I just only rolled a 10. Okay. You run over to the edge, you slide into a crouch, mm-hmm. and kind of lay your shoulders against the very edge of this thing, with your, your whole head hanging out over space. Yeah. Looking down, you can still see aftermaths of sort of some smoky wisps and crackles. You do see a, a small shape uh, falling below you, who as you reach out your hand, it already seems to be falling slowly. Um, it's not falling as fast as a person would fall. Okay. It's not falling as fast as the bread roll that, that Planeswalker dropped earlier. Um, it is definitely going away from you. Would I recognize it as Featherfall? Uh, roll me an Arcana check. 18. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this, uh, this figure is under the effect of Featherfall, it looks like, already. Okay. Quicksilver to stand up and heave a sigh of relief. Um, Get this off me. Armina, you're getting your mantle removed? Uh, I'm probably following Calories, uh hint and just kind of like pulling right. things off. Like, okay. Get this off of me. Give me a wisdom <laughs> save uh, to try and pull it off yourself. And, and I mean, save. a guard is going to pull it off pretty quick anyway. Wisdom save. Five. Five. They're rolling you're, garbage. You're trying, but it's like 
You might as well be pulling at your own skin. It's Pretty just uh, unfortunately not going anywhere. Uh, but a guard does notice your your distress and, and come over and start. They're they're pulling them off pretty quickly here, as as rapidly as they can, at least. Uh, Planeswalker, you got anything you want to do? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> just, just in, just everyone else jumps up and starts doing things, and Planeswalker's just like sitting there in his chair, well, arms crossed. Like, standing there ready. Like, right. He's like, just still standing there ready because someone just. Was that me? <laughs> you sort of took my bit. <laughs> Stepped on my that toes my there. Thing. <laughs> um, next round. Mantles are being removed. Uh, one of the ones which gets removed is Steve's, who, upon being freed, starts to laugh. Ha! See, you're nothing compared to Area Lord. You better take this chance to realize it and repent. We won, idiot. How, how far away is he? Oh god, yeah. Uh, we don't actually about 15, know 20 if feet. this was like an escape attempt either. Yeah. Yolanda's, I think. Going. Wants to make sure Rishikin <laughs> actually blew up. What? I don't know. Oh, you want to? Okay. Uh, I can't remember. I, I, I was like, yeah, it's too far away. I was going to punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Unless the answer was right next to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's not right next to me. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Angus calls for the guard, escorting him away to stop, and stands up, pushing himself from the ground. This spire still stands, and as long as it and we five do, you'll not say you've beaten us. Yeah, Get him out of here. <laughs> the elf comes over. Who was it who jumped? Who did that? They all start to kind of reconvene. Uh, the guards take off the mantles of everyone nearby them. Um, they kind of call out toward the people running over toward the edge, like, Hey, what are you doing? Stop. Stay away from there. It's not safe. Can't get this off me. <laughs> but they start to come over. Yeah. Uh, they kind of dash over as they are. It's back to you guys' turn. Again, are you still running toward the edge? Can I see who's missing? Yeah, I'm gonna look around. Okay, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm running towards the edge. But give also me an like investigation check. Yeah, from the edge of the room. We'll, we'll, we'll call that your action, and then your movement will take you the rest of the way to the edge. Investigation check. Yeah. Thank you. Be better. That's an actual check. Oh! Woo. Nice. Yeah. Um, you look around, and you see every face you expected to see. You see all of your friends, yeah. first and foremost. Those are the first ones that you check for. Um, you see pretty much every face you were expecting to see. The only people who don't seem to be here are people who were dismissed here earlier. Uh, Priestess Oro at one point during the proceedings, they, they said mm -hmm. that she could go and, and she left. Um, you know, stern... Angus took over for Stern. You don't see Stern's face. Um, but then that's the weird thing, is that everyone seems to be here. You don't recognize any missing faces. You're looking around and, like, even the guards you didn't know, you're pretty certain, you're pretty confident that you can see all of them. Is there, like, a secret operative waiting to assassinate that, that's, someone? That's yeah, go! Your only thought, I know, you can a chance in a second. Your turn in a second. I'm sorry. You, you okay? Do you want do you want a binky? <laughs> um. I just you know I can see that I'm at the top there. And <laughs> okay, sorry. We'll get to you in a second. Yolanda, what do you want to do? Go ahead. No, go ahead. What do you want to do? You're you're first in the initiative order. 
Unfortunately, that is not high enough. Okay. Uh, how far have they fallen? Uh, getting to the edge, you see another justice blob there asking for their mantle to be removed. That's me. Um, <laughs> That's me. Uh, looking over the edge, give me a perception check. It looks like the figure has fallen maybe a third of the way down the spire, a quarter, um, but they do seem to be falling much more slowly than you would expect a body to fall. They're falling more like a, a dried leaf in autumn time. Or a feather. Mm-hmm. Or a feather, perhaps. Um, you are... Give me an investigation check. And let me check one thing here for one second. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, cool. Uh, Eleven, eleven, eleven. Let me keep that number in my head. You look down. It does seem to be falling much slower than you would expect, but it's still falling relatively fast, you don't know that you would be able to catch up with it with your wings. You think it is falling at a very similar speed. You certainly aren't sure that you'd be able to catch up with it by the time it got to the ground. But it does seem to be moving uh, too slowly to be normal. Uh, You also can only see one form, one figure. That's your question right there. Um, depends on what the roll was. That's fair. I mean, usually when I roll things, it's for Plains Ocker to be dumb, so. Um, if the wings don't work, she's dead. I know. And I have to roll 17 or higher for the wings to work. Yep. How well did that conversation with Christy tell him her to not to? This is some hardcore RP done. Literally. (laughs) She is wearing the periaptive wound closure. It's like 600 feet up in the air. It'd be fully dead. Yeah. No death. Unless Quixie can manage to cast another ball I'm still in a thing. I still have to roll in order to be able to. How dumb is Yolanda? And she doesn't know it's Quixie. She doesn't know it's Quixie. I mean. Out of, out of character, Featherfall makes you fall at 60 feet around. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you would also be falling at 60 feet around. Yeah, With a movement speed of 30 and dash, you can go down at a speed of 60 feet around. Featherfall or wings, you can go down at a speed of 60 feet around, and the thing has a head start on you and is falling at 60 feet around. Yeah. I think it's just a question of... Does she jump hoping her wings will work the next time she tries them? Like yeah. pulling the shoot Regardless the, of you're hoping that's yeah. gonna do it. Uh, she'll ask for help. Okay. Getting her answer off. <laughs> <laughs> that's very I'm much glad we did it. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Um, guards come over uh, 
remove the mantle. Um, so you still have your movement, if you want, after the mantle is removed. Okay. Your wings flare into clearer existence, and you can feel them beating with full power at your back. Okay. Uh, she'll jump off the edge. Okay. And go 30 feet down. Uh, yeah, just as fast as you can dive. Okay. Wings folded in, just like... Yeah. See, and that's a weird one. Because... Like, if you were just falling, you'd obviously fall more than that. Yeah. The game doesn't have very good... That was what I was just trying to find there, is the game's mechanics on falling, and it doesn't actually specify anything about falling speed or rate of falling. It only specifies falling damage when you get to the bottom. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so Six. I mean, if you yes. jump off and and tuck your wings in, uh, you definitely will fall faster than uh, than than that. Faster than sixty feet. Yeah. Okay. Your wings aren't like actually physical because can you imagine trying to snap those open after reaching terminal velocity if they were physical like bird wings yeah. just yeah. ripped off your back in yeah. a heartbeat? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Well, Magic. it's your soul. It's, yeah, it's something. Well, just dislocate your soul. <laughs> what does a soul look like? Yolanda asks with soul wings attached to her back. <laughs> Can I see your soul? <laughs> I can see my soul. No, I wasn't asking. I was just really, I wasn't like saying, may I? I was like, can I? Like, just <laughs> legitimate. Is that it? Soul. Is it the shiny silver thing? <laughs> the ear, just right there. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's next. So who was missing? No one. No one. No one we could identify. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So somebody we either don't know, mm-hmm. it was a fake person, didn't mm-hmm. exist. Or somebody in the crowd is not who they say they are. Basically, I mean, you might as well do that now. You're as you're looking around, you're you're starting to compare faces, and um, you you come to the conclusion once everyone's mantles are off, you come to the conclusion that it must have been someone who hadn't been here just before that. So must have been someone got who into a justice came up costume. and put on one of those things. Presumably not in the instance before they ran forward, but someone oh, who I was. I must save the day, but I must be. But I must do it anonymously. <laughs> Presumably, it was someone who came up and put one on out of habit, or thought it would be needed for something else, and then the proceedings took that turn, and they decided to act on it. Mm-hmm. Who that might be, you're not certain, but. It would need to be someone who knew what these things were, mm-hmm. at least, which means probably someone who is a guard or guard adjacent, or a council member or council member adjacent. Because you certainly wouldn't have known what these were for seeing them. Mm-hmm. Although you might have just put one on out of curiosity. <laughs> it's like, ah, what's this? What does it look like when it's on? Oh, it looks uh, terrible. That's what it looks like. No. Just a teenager <laughs> who wanted to fuck with the proceedings. <laughs> and then was like, Oh, no! Uh, you do also know that the council chambers are closed yeah. during these sorts of uh, proceedings. Um, and that random people aren't usually allowed in. So it, it's someone with a with a with the authority to be there. Uh-huh. 
but who hadn't been there in the moments before. Uh, Armina, yes. anything in particular you want to do? Um, Mandalit's taken off. Mandalit, so it's fully um, off. Yeah, they're, uh, they're starting, they're taking off other people's things. Yolanda, uh, I saw, I, saw, you I would see, see her. Yeah, you see a justice swab over at the end, they remove the mantle from, and all of a sudden it becomes Yolanda. Wings already spread, and then she steps off the edge and I starts know she's to die. Okay. Everyone, everyone's a bit, you see Quixie as well, unmantled, oh, standing next to her. One by one, all of your friends' faces kind of popping out and reassuring you a little bit. Yeah, okay. Um, I got to open the doors. Okay, there's Just yeah. there's a way to empty out. You run over that way. Guards are already opening them up. The two who were standing there, uh, basically keeping them closed so that the chamber would be closed during these proceedings, uh, they, they've got them thrown wide open. You yeah. can start down in. It's one of those sort of, like, storm hatch style things where it's like doors at an angle like, like 45 kind of like degrees side this way? sideways yeah okay. they, they throw they've thrown them open so you can now go down the uh, the stairs the long spiral staircase right. down to the bottom i just want to make sure that there's a way off the platform but yeah. i'm still staying with an eyesight of everyone okay you just headed over there and started kind of ushering people down the uh roll me a let's call it a charisma safe charisma safe 19. 19, nice. The other guards look at you a little curiously, but they just kind of go with it. Uh, they, they like, there's two guards flanking the door, and a couple of other guards come over to also help urge people downstairs, usher yeah. them, and make everything uh, as smooth as possible. They shoot you some curious glances as to why you're there, but from your bearing or from your tone or something, they seem to figure that you know what you're doing and they let you help yeah. with them rather than being like, sir, can you please leave this to us? Can you please sir. step back and leave this? <laughs> sir, ma'am, I don't know. Uh, sir, uh, person. Yeah. I just sort of um, like, kind of, I kind of like give the, you know, the, the conversation, it's kind of like, you kind of like give looks like, yeah, mm-hmm. like, like, you're right, kind of, you're right, yeah, you're right, to you're right. everyone that I can one see. One by one. <laughs> Obviously, Yolanda. Except for Yolanda, yeah. Yeah, and then I kind of give like little nods, and then I keep, proceed to like keep help people gather. People going downstairs. Yeah. Uh, see. Yeah. Your turn. Oh boy. Um. Okay. So. What do I want to do? I A, that that is removed okay. by a guard uh, just shortly after Yolanda. Okay. Yolanda jumps forward, starts hurtling downward. I mean, I think after seeing Yolanda hurtle downward, I'll probably just cast Featherfall on myself and jump off because I don't want her to be by herself. You see Quixie jump I'll off the edge. Uh, <laughs> you cast Featherfall. Uh, uh, I'm gonna help you on that. No. Uh, who are you? Who are you targeting with Featherfall? Myself and the rest of my party members, in case they wish to jump over with me. Okay. Do we feel so everyone, you feel a little bit of like lightness in yeah. your step oh. and your stride. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can jump up if you want to. Why would I want to? <laughs> These are the last words as Quixie goes down. You can jump up if you want to. <laughs> It is now! Let's go! <laughs> I don't know. The way I figure it is, is I'd rather there be at least two people together than just one we person. We might be starting... How t- 
is this thing? We might be starting a new campaign next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's not that well, tall. It was, it's fine. It Featherfall makes you go 60 feet a second. Like, you got time. That's a minute. It's a minute yeah, long. 60 yeah. Feet yeah. Around. Yeah, yeah, 60 feet around, uh, and it's a minute long, so... I can go yeah. 600 feet with this. I can just picture yeah. the same. It's not that high. If Harry stopped... is going to send to her brother after this. I jumped off a building today! You can do it as you're jumping off the building. Guess I'm calling from! Hey, let me just right now. Calling to my dad. Also, it's more fun. Or cinematic. Oh, yeah, man. and I was like, my choices were stay on the platform or jump. <laughs> Jump's way more fun. Yep. Uh, okay, yeah. The Space like, Needle is only 518 <laughs> feet tall, it, it, and there's no way this is taller than that. So, yeah, you could descend the entire height of the Space Needle with Feather Falls. You definitely yeah, could descend. Once adrenaline gets going. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that in order to calculate in your fantasy world, like, if we could survive this jump or not. Your first step was to calculate in the real world what's a tall thing and could this dwarf gnome survive? Yeah. And then, well, and it's just as, I guess, an arbitrary threshold. Yeah. If the space needle, space needle had been, like, 1,500 feet tall, that wouldn't be meaningful. It's like, okay, well, I don't know if this thing is half as tall as the space needle. I'll be honest, I hadn't thought up exactly how tall it was. And then I'd have to do that. But if, if the Space Needle is tall enough that you could survive that, well, obviously they didn't make something out of stone that was taller than the Space Needle, right? Sure. Probably. It depends. Is this our Tower of Babel moment? <laughs> I think we should have an aerial battle. Um, so, uh, Quixie, yes. as you jump off, yes. uh, you hear kind of some shouts and gasps. The guard who was standing next to you is like, that's why we didn't want you knew that. Edge. It's okay, I got magic! <laughs> I imagine, like, like Chrissy does, like, the, the nerdiest, like, pose as she falls off, or, like... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm imagining how, like, the... How Goku in Dragon Ball Z flies around in those little clouds. Yeah, like, <laughs> this is why people hate adventurers. <laughs> Been here for 20 days. But we don't have the insurance! Uh, you also hear... Uh, even over top of the, the, the wind whistling past your ears, from your pocket, a noise. No. <gasps> at the boat, I forgot to return it after the boat adventure. Convenient. D and this is exactly why I hate it. You all downstairs. Oh. I, That's probably I a good place to, to end the session. Oh, no! It is a sending stone, so you may respond to her. You <laughs> and Quixie, that's a good place to Quixie would know that that was exactly 25 words. <laughs> so can we jump off first? And then, then, then. Thank you very much. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Everyone who wants to jump I'm, off, jump I'm off. Assuming we're all jumping. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm going cowry. I'm like, okay. we're going, we're going, we're going. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. If all your friends, I love you. Would you jump off? downstairs and we're just gonna like go <laughs> put a paratroop down on top of it yeah, coming gonna, out, like, she's gonna be like I meant the stairs you idiot well, that's an inventive way of getting downstairs but I suppose I can't criticize now I think oh, I cracked her well, at least this way if she's about to die heal her <laughs> <laughs> uh, well oh. done well done everyone one. that was fun yep. that was fun I know that was a pretty dense one with like a lot of stuff from me and not oh, as much stuff oh. from you guys, and I'm kind of sorry for that yeah, for our first session you, back. Can you roll a sleight of hand yeah. if you grabbed your costume thing before oh, you fell oh, off the oh. tower? Yes. 
Your costume thing? The blob. She wants a blob's costume. Oh. Gray blob stupid. Like it's being taken off of her, presumably. I'm not sure. Okay. Is she not organized? Yeah. No, yeah, you would have. The guards. There are too many for the guards to be gathering them in hand. So, yeah. Roll me a. Athletics or acrobatics check. Acrobatics it is. Basically in the kind of like, because you were also, you had it halfway off by yourself. Yeah. So sort of like the guard got the other side. You've got it in one hand, they've got it in one hand. So now this is you kind of doing the just shoop, bye. Bye. Yoink. Deuces. Roll for yoink. Okay. I'll totally turn this back in. No! 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 Is that a natural? Is that a natural? Not only do you grab it, you grab the one that the guard has tucked under his elbow as well. <laughs> as you're running, he's like, "No, hey, I can't." Calorie. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I can imagine Calorie like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm grabbing her hand. She grabs it, goes, "Thanks, bye." <laughs> <laughs> The bar is the height of the city spire yeah. of Love's We, we are, have a lot to live up to. I mean, cinematically, like, Dude, like there's Yolanda just, just wings out going, and then we're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like jumping off the side.